God'll get you for that one. Maud is owned by Shout Factory. God'll get you for that, Walter, is produced for entertainment purposes only. Sponsored in part by Findlay's Friendly Appliances. Hello, everybody, and welcome to another episode of God'll Get You For That, Walter. And he does not. He does not in this episode. Not in this sadly. episode. And welcome to God'll Get You For That, Walter, a podcast where we discuss the 1970s hit sitcom, Maud. Uh, I am your host, Tom Cat. Are am, you? I am. Okay. <laughs> no, Ooh. just just another B. Arthur impersonator. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I can't stand that. <laughs> and next to me is my fabulous co-host and co-star... Who are you? Tony Homeperm. Are you sure? Uh, actually, I was <laughs> misidentified yesterday as, no! as, as Tony Home Sperm. <laughs> By whom? Uh, it was actually, it was actually, it, 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 we, we, made, we had a big laugh about it. It was uh, Jane Clemente, who is, of course, uh, in charge of the Tyler Clemente Foundation yes. because I did a, a show and it was a benefit to, for Tyler yes, Clemente. Yes, it, it was a benefit. It was, it was just a. A, just a uh, you know a bit of vocal uh, snafu. Are we <laughs> sure? We all got a laugh. Are we sure it was a vocal snafu and know. not a not a Freudian, Freudian slip? Freudian slip could be. Could I'm, be. I love wearing my Freudian I don't slip. Care. It has fine. lace trim and everything. <laughs> you know, I don't I don't care what anyone calls me as long as it's not late for dinner. Uh, so, and today we are celebrating episode fifty four. And the episode is Lovers in Common, Season 3, Episode 6. When did it originally air? Not a clue. I didn't write it down. Um, <laughs> well, it should be October 14th, 74, because the, the last one was October 7th. Well, if that's the case, but then that stands to It's around reason. that time. It's around that time. It's well, around that. It was October Welcome to God will Catch for that, Walter, where we're the height of professionalism. Yeah, so professional. Uh, it was directed by Hal Cooper. Uh, it was written by Norman Lear and one of our first women writers, Pamela oh. Herbert Chase. Oh. Uh, and it guest stars Lee Berger as Peter Derland. Mm. So, what'd you think of the episode? I liked it. It, uh, it was. It was. Really I would good definitely episode. say top twenty. Yes, you know, because uh, uh, I loved everything that went on with. Uh, really, really, it was very women centric. Mm -hmm. It was very women centric episode, especially -centric. the last episode, Speed Trap, was, was very, very male oriented. Very male oriented, very, you know, Walter and, and Arthur. Yeah. Uh, who, you know, I, I love them, but I prefer them as supporting. Yes, as supporting and not starring characters. Yeah. I mean, this, this. There is one, I think there's like one or two other episodes where it's like centered around the relationship between Walter and Arthur. Mm -hmm. And to make a short story long, um, Walter wakes up from a dream where he mm. kisses Arthur. Oh. And there's a lot of hilarity that ensues in the mm -hmm. episode because, mm -hmm. you know, it deals a lot with mm -hmm. men and expressing expressing affection, affection for the other, yes. especially during a time when that was really, really, really like yeah. hit and miss. So yes. it was it was very it was a very interesting episode, but we'll get to that Wait, later. 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 Uh, by the way, we should just point out yes. if our viewers are watching any of these episodes on Tubi. Yes, you can watch, the, as always, you can watch these episodes for free. Season one and two are free on Freebie, which is provided through Amazon Prime, I believe. Yes. And you can also watch seasons three and four on Tubi. These are both free streaming services. However. However. The Tubi episodes. The Tubi episodes are very much out of order. Yes, they're out of order. They're numbered incorrectly. They actually have, this, this was season three, episode six, Tubi listed as... Uh, episode seven. Episode seven. Because they actually trap had speed was episode trap. Eight. Yeah, they had speed trap listed as following this yeah. episode, which really it preceded. But yes, 
just so you know, you might want to look up the good thing the is order with online. with Maud, there really isn't a like central storyline. Like, right, it would be a different story if it was like living single, right? Where, like the episodes are out or of order, or friends, or friends when the yeah. episodes are out of yeah. order. Yeah, it most because most of these episodes are are self contained. Yes, so. more or less. Like, yeah. I mean, only with like the three parter yes. episodes right. the, or the two parter or episodes. The two parters. Yeah. So. But, so. I yes, I definitely enjoyed this, this uh, yeah. episode. It was yeah. very, very catty, very uh, snarky. The writing was quite delicious, and we were even saying before we went on air that uh, this would be a great uh, episode for two drag queens yes. to, to play. Yes, uh, because the writing is so snappy and quippy. I, I love that sort of like that's that's so sort of like old Hollywood, and like, you know, it's yes. very much in like the you know uh, in that like. A vein of of Maud, like with uh, Maud and uh, Vera Charles, how they were like such good yes. friends. But then Mame the, and Vera Charles, yeah, oh, <laughs> Mame and Vera Charles, Mame Maud, Maud 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 Vera Charles, they're the same thing. I mean, it's the same. Mame thing as and Vera Charles. It's the same thing as when we mix up Walter and Arthur. Walter and Arthur. Yeah, that's I that same it. thing. That I same thing. It. But that whole that that kind of like. Um, uh, Betty Davis, Joan Crawford, that bickering, uh, the, 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 witty they're, banter, the witty, witty banter, the witty banter, where they're, they're they're friends but they're catty with each yes. other. It's just I lo I love that, and I enjoyed it tremendously. It, yeah, there was this yeah one of the especially uh, of all of the outfits that Vivian has worn over the course of the series. Mm -hmm. This was one of my favorite outfits that she wore. You, you, it was. Yes, I really enjoyed it because it was a very it was a very smart like gray velour mm -hmm. pantsuit with a blazer with mm -hmm. a matching blazer, and she had on this fabulous silver. Turban. Yes. Yes. And I very much enjoyed it. And, and Maud, uh, Maud was in Oh, sort of a she was brick, in a brown brick brownish brick. A, definitely like a suit. Yes, a brown pantsuit with yeah. a long vest. Very, very Maud. Very Maud. Um with a scarf. And it, I think they sort of complimented each other a little bit. Yeah. Although I do think that Vivian definitely had the better outfit. Yeah, definitely. And Maud, that one scene which we'll get to, but the flats Every, were so flat. Yes, they were so flat. Those flats. <laughs> and I have to say, Mrs. Naugatuck had some great oh, lines. Oh, fantastic lines. They really like. They really found out where Mrs. Naugatuck yeah. was going to live in this series. Oh, it's yeah. sort of like this browbeater who's also a bit of a drunkard who we, enjoys we literally, her liquor. literally find out where she lives when she 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 makes a new room for herself. Yes. Yeah. Which we'll discuss. <laughs> when she makes a new room. She finds a new room. She finds a new room for herself. House. So we open where uh, we're in that night sort of cocktail lounge that yes. we've seen before. I think it's yes. I think it's the private club of the golf. Yeah, that sounds about the, right. The golf place that that Walter and Arthur belong to, but it sort of looks like that. But it's that same place, and it's like so seventies looking. Those like so red, 70s. like sort of leather booths, and sort of like semicircle. Yeah, so seventies, so seventies. Um, so Vivian is is there? She's sitting uh, alone, uh, having a cocktail. Yes, and champagne cocktail. Champagne, champagne cocktail. cocktail. I've never had a champagne cocktail. Neither have I. I don't understand. Like what? Maybe it's just a cocktail. Maybe 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 it's just champagne with fruit cocktail. In Could it. be. We have to. We have to find out. We have to out. find out. It's a very seventies kind of. Very seventies. Uh, and Maud is ent is entering, and she grabs a rose mm -hmm. from the the vase that is yes. standing next to her. Mm -hmm. She smells it lovingly and yes. tosses it, tosses over, her it over her shoulder. She's feeling her oats. We she is feeling her oats right away, and uh, she goes over to Vivian. And, and she thanks her for meeting her for lunch, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. and she goes to the waiter. A waiter, two champagne cocktails, yes. 
Yes. And you know, Vivian's like, "Oh, I'll, I'll, I'll take one." And mm. you know, Maud then pronounces, "Oh, oh, oh wait, her three. three, make that three, yeah, make it three cocktails. then." And she's already started before she got there. They're both two. They're both one in the can. I don't know how the how they. I hope she wasn't driving. Um, I mean, this was the seventies, and, and dr- dr- drinking and driving was definitely a thing. So we yeah, can definitely thing, we can definitely surmise that Maud and Vivian both mm. had a bit of nip. And then drove to the mm. drove to the club. Mm. We do not advise drinking no, and driving. It is an ill-advised not. situation. It, do not do that. It's illegal. And you it's will illegal. get pulled over. It's points and, on your and, license. Yeah, it's points on your license, jail time, and God forbid, it's bad. There's an accident. It's just it's all bad. Yes. Don't not, don't not do good. it. So it turns out Walter and Arthur have gone away on a on a golf a golf tournament. Golf tournament. There's a golf tournament. I don't know anything about golf. Neither, neither do I, I. I do not care to. And you know, I think, mm-hmm. um, I think Vivian says something to the effect, to the effect of like, I hope they don't come home. And uh, Maud says they didn't elope. Mm. But I think, uh, I think mm. Maud then says, I, I wish that they did. Mm. Yeah. Um, and again, very, very snappy dialogue. I literally have written after that the mailman. Yes. Um, yes. There was. There was. Uh, Maud was excited because she got. She. Uh, about the the mailman and Vivian's like, isn't he a little old for you? <laughs> yes. And Maud says to her, Vivian, you have lovely long eyelashes, but essentially you're dense. Dense. <laughs> and I think Vivian, and then she's like, I'm sorry, I love you. Uh huh. And she's like, and I, I, but I, and and I hate to destroy you, <laughs> but I'm going to. And then she just says, Peter. Is it Dur- Peter Durland? Durland. D U R L A N D. I have it. Peter. Peter Durland. Durland. And that and just the, when, every time Thought the name of comes and up. and loved after seventeen yes. years. And she's she pulls out. She has a postcard. Yep. From from Peter Durland, and uh, you know, and uh, there's discussion about how like. Uh, Vivian saying, "Well, you you were just a brief affair. I yes. was his. I big was the love, love of his life. I was his big love." Of... And she's like, "You were just a you were just a, a, a thing." And Maud's like, "Vivian, I'm trying to be kind. Yeah. Now knock it off." <laughs> and Vivian excels. You're full of bull. <laughs> and she's like, she's sifting through her purse now. And Maud's like, yeah. "Oh, Vivian, you're looking for your Kleenex. You're going yeah. to cry." Yes, yes. She's like, your your heart is your heart is broken. And you want um, a leg to match. You want a leg to match. I think that yes. was after she said that. I oh, think that about was the bowl. Yeah, after yeah. Vivian said, uh, "You're yes. full of bowl." So Vivian, she pulls out a like the same postcard, and she says, "You know, she said, you know, she's got the same one." There's one that happened, I think, even before that. Oh, like, what? While while Vivian was going through her purse, and mm-hmm. one said, "Oh, you're going to cry," and she says, "Wait, are three of the same?" So she's obviously asking for three more champagne. Oh yes, yes. They they definitely hit the bottle real hard oh, this yes. episode. We'll get we'll get to that. Yes. So yes, at that point, Vivian pulls out a card saying postcard. Yes, to yes. Dylan. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And uh, and Vivian points out that he wrote he more, wrote more on, her. <laughs> on her postcard than on Maud. And Maud goes, did did he say how the ghost of how the ghost, the ghost of, of you clings? And she's like, yes, he did right, right, right there. And she's like, who cares? She says, who cares, Vivian? Mm-hmm. Uh, I also want to point out that while Maud was drinking these champagne cocktails, she was fingering the fruit out of her drink. Oh, I didn't see that. Like, I it, didn't I, I, that. it was one of the things that I noticed, and I'm just like, why is she taking the fruit out of her drink? I don't understand that. <laughs> I don't know. That's where all the liquor lives. Yeah. <laughs> yes. 
Um, and Maud says that, um... Wivy, I love you! Yes. <laughs> yes. And she, she's uh, saying that, you know, all the love letters that, um, uh, Vivian got were, were addressed to occupant. <laughs> that, you know. So catty. Yeah. So catty. Yes, yes. And, um, and they're just, they're excited, um, because Peter's gonna be seeing both of them. And then we get to about, um... Uh, oh, uh, him, him, him flying down. Temptation, like a Greek god, yes. flying all the way from Albuquerque. Albuquerque. Yeah. And if I had to guess, economy class. Economy class. He was a cheap Greek god. He was a, yes, he was a Greek god, but he was a cheap Greek god. And Vivian, like, tries to make excuses, saying he wasn't cheap. He was poor. He was poor. He was struggling. And then they bring up this interesting story about, um... He had these ink spots on, on his, his ankles, ankles that would cover the holes in his socks. Because he had socks. holes in his socks. Yeah. Right. So he would, like, put black ink wherever the, the, hole ink was, the hole was. So you couldn't see that it was... My, it my, was... my mother taught me an old motto. She said, if there's a hole in the sock, just get rid of it. Oh, I do. Yeah. Just, just throw them out. Throw it out. There's no use holding on to it. Because mm -hmm. you really... You can't fix a, a sock that has a hole in it. No. I mean, in the old days, they used to darn socks. Mm. We don't darn socks anymore. I so, could. I just choose not to. Yes. And yes, Morta saying yes, that that proud, sweet man. And she remembered this is the first time that um, he took off his socks and she saw spotted ankles. And she saw spotted ankles. And she ran, ran to boil her silverware. I don't know what that means. If I had to guess, when you boil the silverware, you can determine whether or not it's silver or not. Oh, okay. Because right. I think if you boil your silver, it starts to tarnish. Okay. And if it doesn't tarnish, that means it's plated. Okay. Could be. That's the only thing that, like, I heard it and I was like, that's the only thing that, that like, makes sense. So she was uh, thinking that he might have stolen silver. Either stolen silverware or just stolen. Didn't, could not afford Stol stolen, silverware. Stolen her silverware. Stolen, exactly. That's when they get to, and how much did you give Did you give him? Vivian gave him 550. 550 Maud, Maud gave him 650. 650. But he was worth it. Worth every penny. Yes. And Maud is going, saying now. How she's she, having this now split, yes. split yes, life decision where she's yes, like, part of me wants to, I love my husband Walter. Walter. I love Walter so much. She wants to be faithful. And one part wants to experience ecstasy. Ecstasy. Frenzied excitement. Frenzied excitement. And she's I feeling feel so, she feels wicked. <laughs> wicked and really super. super. <laughs> um, uh, Just the melodramatics, man. Yes. The melodramatics. Now they start discussing that, you know, they can't allow themselves to be alone with Peter. They have to, they, they're well, saying. Well, I think didn't Maud say he loved my wrist? Oh, bones. yes, yes. Yes. Because she's like, Vivian, hold my hand. Oh, oh, he loved my wrist. He lo yes. And Vivian, and Vivian said, said I, he said I had the sexiest, sexiest earlobes. Yes. And Maud, I think, says that's because he was trying to find something nice to say to you. Yes. And, and as that happens, the, the waiter is the walking by. The waiter is walking by and Maud just takes. Yes, she just grabs the cocktails. She just grabs the cocktails. Buster, yes. I'll take those. And, uh, and they, they, they make a pact with each other that they can't be alone with Peter, with Peter, because yes. they they won't be able to they won't they won't be able, be able to control, control themselves. themselves. Apparently, you know he was he was cheap and everything, but uh, but apparently he was gorgeous, and that's he was all that great, matters. Yeah, he really. was a great god, and apparently he really knew how to rock their world. Rock their world. I mean, yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Some of the best. 
sex uh, I've had has uh, been with people that are poor and just live in not 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 only that but, uh, but sometimes there's a it's like, there's a meme there's a meme there's mm-hmm. a meme out there somewhere where it's like it's a picture of this sort of like dirty dingy looking bedroom uh-huh. and uh, I think the caption on it reads it might not be much but it's the best dick you're ever going to get <laughs> And there's some truth in that. <laughs> yes, like, like <laughs> I think I think a lot of us have experienced that, like this, you know, this fantastic sex, but it's not with somebody that you would want that for you would anything else. Ever want for anything else? Yeah, but but like, isn't it terrible? The sex part is is, is, is <laughs> so like it's one of those things where I'm like I'm covering my head right now and uh, not showing the people uh, who I really am. But at the uh, same time, like yes, there are moments you, when you you know how good it was. So good we named it! (laughs) I've had that happen to me twice. Twice. Um, And that was, that's that's as far as I'm going, that's as far as I'm going to tell on the story. Mm -hmm. Yup, we all, we all, We've all been there. We've all been there. Leave the next day and you do the walk of shame. Next day, that night! That night, yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Next day. Next what do you day. think he's gonna brew me a pot of coffee? <laughs> <laughs> I know, that's true. Yes, I would Somebody like, like that, it's like I would like a three egg omelet, please. Yes, yes. <laughs> and then so and at once that it's point, done, we, you're like, and once okay, it's done, okay, 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 bye. Toodles, toodly pip. Please, please don't contact me ever again. Do not pass go, do not collect two hundred. Oh, so now we uh we come fr- we come back from break yes. and uh, Mrs. Nogatuck is chilling in a very large tub of shaved ice yes like it was one of those like gallon drums that you see uh mm-hmm. carpenters use mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and it's filled with ice and she's chilling two glasses and she's singing uh mere alcohol uh, the, i get yeah, a kick, I out, a of kick you. out of you and um she's singing it and at that point maud and vivian, vivian come back maud is holding two, two bottles, bottles of, of champagne, champagne. And they start singing off key. Oh, yeah, with her. With her, and ju- they're all drunk. Yes, they're all drunk. Yes. Well, at this point, I don't know if Mrs. Nogatuck I don't think Mrs. Was no, Mrs. Nogatuck was not she drunk, wasn't drunk yet. yet. She was not drunk yet. Yeah. So Maud, she's asking if there if there have been any any calls, and uh, oh oh yes, uh, Mrs. Nogatuck says yes. Some some lush. Called. Some lush called asking to chill ice. Yes. And Maud says, someone other than me. Yeah. <laughs> the laughs just kept on coming. And I think at that point, um, Maud asks Vivian to help her get uh, her her coat off. Yes. There's all this whole And Vivian routine. says, Maud, I think you're saying she's wrists are swollen. Yes. Because <laughs> she's holding she's on to the champagne She's still holding on to the bottle. champagne bottle. So Vivian can't get the coat off her because she won't let go of the champagne. So Mrs. Nogatuck is, yes. says... Mrs. Findlay, why don't you let go of the bottles? Yes. And at that point, the yes. jacket finally comes off. And I think it, at mm. some point, I forget like what lines were said, but Maud ends up kicking her jacket over to the stairs. Yes, yes. Uh, and there was some uh, discussion between Maud and Vivian about, because Maud, she, she assumed Peter was going to be calling her. Her, yes. And Peter Vivian's, was going to be calling Maud's house. Is insisting that, no, he's going to be calling, you know, at, at her house. Yep. But they um, found out that he was somehow at the at the the Miranda Ram, the Ramada the Inn. The Ramada Inn, yes. And, uh, and, and oh, and and, and um, I know at one point she Maud. Maud said about Mrs. Nogatuck. I don't know. I don't know why I keep her on. 
And uh, no, it was even before that. She no. said to Mrs. Doctor, "Don't worry, we have all the fruit." Yes, we brought fruit. <laughs> we brought yes. fruit. And she has this napkin, and she just filled. Dumps. With that's why she was pulling out the fruit. Yes, that's what she was pulling. She out was the saving fruit. the fruit to bring home. Saving the fruit to bring home. Yes. Um, and then Mrs. Nogatuck, she tells them this little story that uh, Lord and Lady Heathrow had told her: if you if you want if you want uh, you go to a pear tree for pears. Yes. Not an L. Not I an don't L. know what the hell. I don't know what the hell that was. That about. was about. Yes. And then I think at that point, Mrs. Nogatuck leaves. No, um, no, she doesn't leave yet. No, but I, but there, I think there's still there's still I think Maud, Maud said to Vivian, I don't know if she's drunk or demented. I don't know. <laughs> yes, she did say that. I don't know if she's drunk or demented. Yes, and then Mrs. Nogatuck had some another piece of advice. Yes, for them to drink a jigger of olive oil before they continue yes. any more drinking. And, Ms. and Maud goes, where did you hear that? Yes. So she says that it was a wino with an the old post, wino. An old wino with the, at post, the post office. office. Yes. And uh, now Maud is going on about Peter. Peter's 1957. The Yankees lost the World Series. And, and yeah. that's, that was their last night together. Is what that was their last night together. And they, were, they made some jokes about how Maud doesn't know how baseball works. And, and Maud said he, he packed his clothes and his black ink. <laughs> yes. <laughs> and, oh, my um, goodness. Vivian, she's recalling what the, the night she had with him the, the first night. Um, Milwaukee, Milwaukee won, won the, the, World, the World Series. Series. Yes, and then Maud's going on about um, how um, uh, they, they had gone out to eat. Peter ordered snowballs, snowballs, which, which are was ice cream and vanilla Perno. ice cream floating in a glass floating. of Perno. Yes, yes. And Have you the, ever had? No, I think that sounds delightful. Uh, what? What? Is, I know Perno is an alcohol, but I don't know. I, I liqueur. Almost like um, I don't know what it tastes like. I think Perno is almost like a prosecco, like it's a light wine. Okay. I don't know. I don't know. I, I would just take the ice cream. Uh, same. <laughs> and uh, Maud said that they... Uh, Did he smear Perno on your wrist? And come and after you like, like an Irish like setter. Like an Irish setter. <laughs> yes. And Vivian says, mm. yes, he did. Mm, yes. And uh, but, but with Vivian, it was the earlobes. Yes. And Maud accuses her of being, being a, a pervert. pervert. And Vivian's like, mm-hmm. Just nodding. That's and hey. she just has this yeah. stupid grin on her yeah. face. Just, Peter loved loved that about me. Um, oh. and I think and then she wants to know. She's uh, Vivian's like, and they're talking about you know Peter seeing them again. And she says, "Have I have I have changed, changed much?" much? And, and Maud says, "Yes, yes, since, since lunch, since lunch, since lunch." And Vivian turns to her. And tells her she's a mean drunk. Anyone ever tell you you're a mean drunk? Yes. And what does Maud say? What What did she say? It's one of the things he loved about me. Yes, that's right. <laughs> that's what he loved about her. <laughs> yes, and Maud's uh, saying we've got they've, they've got to prepare themselves. Yeah. Peter, she's saying she's and she's saying Peter is coming to see me. Mm-hmm. And, when, and that's and I think that's, that's when, when Vivian, in her drunken stupor, yeah, she says fifty-seven. Listen, the, the Yankees lost the World Series. Maud, that was the year that Milwaukee won, won the, the World, World Series. Series. That, that was, was the, the first s- night he met me. The yeah. same, it was the same night. And Maud's like, the Yankees never played Milwaukee. And she's like, she's like I, 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 don't know, I, I don't know anything. I'm not a football fan. I'm not a football fan. It's impossible. Uh, and that, that's when she refuses to share any more champagne. 
I don't the share Vivian. my alcohol with the town drunk. Yeah, she glugs back on the bottle of, of champagne. Yes, and now, now Vivian decides to really let Maud have it. She said, Peter called me last night. Person to person. Person to person. Long distance. Collect. Collect, yes. <laughs> He's checking into the Ramada Inn. I'd, Maud goes, I'd laugh hysterically. If I knew how to move my cheeks. Yeah, and she, she tells her that's a vicious lie. That's a vicious lie. And Viv- Vivian says she's going to go to the Ramada, to the Ramada Inn, Inn. Where Peter awaits. Where Peter awaits. Yes, and me. As Peter awaits me. Peter awaits me. And I think yeah. that's when she she fell behind the couch. Yes, she, yes. she falls behind yes. the couch. There, yes. was a, there was some pretty good physical comedy in this yes. episode. I, I really enjoyed the physical comedy in yes. this episode. And uh, Maude tells her she can't hold her liquor. Um, and, and Vivian gets up and she's like, Goodbye, Peter, I'm coming. And, and she, she, I think she runs out the door. She races point, to right? the door and Maude goes to the door and yes. says, If you want pears, you go to a pear tree. Mm-hmm. And if you want an elm, you go to an elm tree. And... Don't go to hell. Go to hell. She slams the door. Slams the door. And then I think she, like, goes to the couch. Well, then I think there was, there was oh, probably was another there, commercial. There was another commercial. And then when it starts again, it's the living room, but it's dark. Yes, and Mrs. Nogatuck enters, and she she's is... She's been drinking. She is plastered. Yes, and Maude is asleep on the couch. What was she singing about uh, White Cliffs of Dover? The White Cliffs of Dover, yeah. It's a, that, it's that, that, was, that, that was a British song. Yeah, yeah. And like she was saying, no wonder so, uh, all the birds are flying over it. That's why they're white. That's why they're white, yeah. So uh, Mrs. Nogatuck, she turns the lights on. And Maud is hung. Uh, yeah, she's like, you know, she's like, the all oh, the the lights when, yeah. you know, you've got that, like, that hangover kind yeah. of thing Have going you on. Oh, oh God, yeah. I mean... It's yeah. not fun. No. It's not fun at all. No. I remember no, I got no. I remember I got drunk at a party and it was midday because of course it was. Of course. And I ended up taking a nap and when I woke up I had such a headache. I'm like I need food now. I need it immediately. Uh, the worst for me is like if you think you you can like go to sleep and you lay down, and all of a sudden you feel like the the room, the room spinning. Is spinning. And it's goes it's goes like at first it's like. Ooh, yeah. There was, and then it starts speeding up, and it's like, oh, and I you don't, you don't want to throw up. One of but my, you know, you're gonna throw up. Least favorite drunk stories was I had just recently broken up with my ex, and um, I ended up going to his place with my very good friend at the time, and you know, we were having some fun. We had a couple of laughs. Like it was nice. We were civil. We were cordial. Um. And this is not the most recent ex. This was the ex before that. Okay. Um, and uh, that would be the XX. That would be the XX. <laughs> Scott Pilgrim versus the world. <laughs> and um, so we start by having some wine, and you know we're it just always starts with a little always wine. Always starts with a little wine. <laughs> and you know after the wine, um, uh, I had a little bit of marijuana. Um, and after after smoking, I. My ex made me this iced tea and rum cocktail. and Sounds a little bit like a Long Island iced tea. So I drank half the bottle with him of wine. And then he made me this, this this rum iced tea cocktail. 
And so, so also you were you were like mixing. I was mixing. Uh, what is that. it? Liquor before wine, you're fine. Beer before liquor, you're feeling a little queer. I forget how oh, the I rhyme goes. I I, forget, I always forget how the rhyme goes. I don't know. Um, I think liquor before beer, you're in the clear. Uh -huh. Beer before liquor makes you sicker. Okay. S some of that effect. Yeah. Some such fiddle fat. I can't rhyme. drink beer anymore either. And I'm so sorry. I mean, I don't drink the, beer anyway. Because the, because the, yeah, I never really liked beer anyway. It's, it's not for me. You know, what's on a blue moon in the summer? Like, it's really hot and it's ice cold, but other than that. So, so, so you were drinking I'm all this booze. Drinking all this booze, and I'm starting to feel it. Uh -huh. And I'm like, can we please mm -hmm. put on some Disney movie, please? Okay. I, I need something. And we put on Hercules. Okay. Because, of course, we do. Of course. And I'm sitting on the sofa, and I'm like, Every time I close my eyes, the room is spinning. Every time I open my eyes, the room is spinning. Uh -huh. I say, Max, get my card. Order as much Domino's as we possibly can get our hands on. Oh, God. Things are going to get real bad real quick. Oh, Lord. And I'm like, Max, please, go to the toilet. Open the lid. This is... It's happening. This is it's, not a drill. This is not a drill. This is not a drill. We got to... Um, I forget what scene in Hercules. I think it was... Right, right after the intro, mm -hmm. like right after the big, the big opening number, mm -hmm. and I go to the toilet. Mm -hmm. I rest my head on it, and I'm mm -hmm. like, "Okay, here it comes." Uh -huh. And I am doing, and I am going. You are worshiping the porcelain. I God. am worshiping the porcelain gods, and I wouldn't mind if my ex boyfriend did not call my best friend into the bathroom to tell us some of his poetry. Poetry. Poetry to lose your lunch to. That's just what you and want to hear at that I'm, moment. I'm throwing up and I'm like, Angel, oh please, please stop. Please just... just I, for I'm the love so, of God. I'm so please. sorry that you are telling me this poetry. <laughs> and my ex turns to me and he goes, I have never met someone be so elegant while they're tossing their cookies. <laughs> and I'm like, you want elegant? <laughs> I'll show you elegant. A lady always knows when to leave the room. <laughs> Oh, she was or leaving the room. She was leaving the room, all right. And he's rubbing my back, and I'm like, "Can someone just please order the f the effing pizza?" Oh, oh God, I don't know how I couldn't eat after that. So, well, I knew what was coming. Uh, I I know that I need greasy uh, food because if I go to sleep, oh, I'm going to pass out. Oh. So oh the pizza Lord. came, and I lost everything. So I'm like, I'm going to eat this very slowly, mm. and then I am going to go to bed. Okay. And I went to bed, and the next morning, I wasn't hungover. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> that is that is my least favorite, but oh, also goodness. favorite story to tell. Oh. So, Mrs. Naugatuck turns on the lights. Maud immediately is like, you know. The, Regretting oh, every, the every one of her life choices. Oh, the pain. She's grabbing your head. Mrs. Naugatuck sits down next to her, and Maud asks her, What, what time, time is, is it? <laughs> and Mrs. Naugatuck holds up the bottle and says, 1943. <laughs> And Maud, um, I think, looks at her watch and says 9.30. 9.30. And she's like, never again. Never again. Uh, and I she's telling Mrs. Dawkins, I can't let him see me like like this. Didn't, what, the, uh, the next thing I have written down was alcoholics dying of thirst in Europe. Oh, yes, yes. Because Because she, she asked her... Um, have you? She asked her, "Have you been? Have you been drinking?" And Mrs. Nogatuck yes. says, "Of course." Yes, yes. Because you know, well, the bottles were were open, and you know, and she wasn't going to let it go to waste because there are alcoholics. Because there are alcoholics dying of thirst, thirst in, in Europe. Europe. Yes. So she tells her. She asks her. She says, "You've got to whip me up a miracle, something between a laxative between and a laxative an and an aphrodisiac." Um. 
and and Mrs. Mrs. Nogatuck is like, oh, well, th think about your 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 poor friend, Mrs. Almond. And uh, and she says, I can't think of that I'm woman. Thinking. She's never allowed in my life ever again. Yes. I won't talk about her. Yes. She's hallucinating in her late forties. Yes. yes. Uh, and the doorbell rings. The doorbell rings. And Maud's like, it's and him! Not since the episode Maud and the Medical Profession right, have right. I seen B. Arthur do such brilliant yes. physical comedy. Yes. So she she then begins her struggle she is to get from the couch to the door. Struggling to get off yes, that she's couch. She's like, you know, gr pulling on her, <clears throat> her leg like it's like this dead thing attached yep. to her. And you know, trying to you know, lifting the leg up to get over to the door, and, and that's when we saw the the flats she was wearing, which were like flat, flat. They, they were, were like ballet. They were ballet slippers. flats. I mean, they were so flat. <laughs> I have a pair of those, but I have a pair of those in like a lavender blue. Uh huh. Like it's a blotchy pattern. Mm -hmm. I I need new ones because like every time I dress up as B, like mm -hmm. I don't want to just walk around in my my thong flip flops. Right. I need something a little dressy. Sometimes, yes. You never know when you're going to have a charity benefit. Oh, thing. never. When, no when Blanche is going to throw a charity benefit for the museum. Of course not. You never you know. know. So she struggles to get to the to the door. Uh, she gets to the door. She opens it, and... It's Arthur. It's Arthur. It turns out the golf tournament was... It was rained out. Rained out. It was canceled it was because it was rained off. out. Uh, Walter wasn't there. He was picking something up at the drugstore or something. Yep. Right? And uh, Arthur's like, where is Vivian? And Maud says, I won't crack. I'm not going to tell you a thing. Chinese water torture won't get it out of me. Yes. She's at the Ramada Inn. Can't drag it out of me. Yes. The Ramada Inn. She's at the Ramada Inn. <laughs> yes. Um, and, and then they, they have a little bit of a moment. Yes. Yes. Um, and I think... She tells him about... She's saying something about, you know, 17 years ago. Yes. Um, uh, and, and, and Peter... Uh, I don't exactly... I don't... I'm not sure exactly what I wrote, but I think she she basically then tells uh, Arthur um, that she probably left a note and he should go home. Yes, go home and check to see if she's left you a note. Yes. So Arthur yes. goes and leaves, and Mullard stumbles her way to the, phone, to the book phone book and book. says, "Mrs. Nogatuck, yeah. can you please find the Ramada and my eyes are not yes. functioning as a team." Yes. <laughs> And this was one of the funniest things. Like Mrs. Nogtuck sits, sits down, down on Maud. Sits on Maud's she lap. She sits on her lap. She's looking up in the, in the phone book. And she's like reading names. And she goes, Julius Rainbow. Julius Rainbow. <laughs> what a curious what name. What a curious name. Here it is, the Ramanda Inn, 810 Sycamore Road. Yes. And oh, Maud, that voice. And Maud's just like, I, how could she? And she's saying, oh. Arthur, Arthur needs needs my sympathy, and uh, I think she she ends up running running out to go uh, next door to see Arthur because he went yes. back to their house. Mrs. Nogatuck, she decides to call Julius, Julius Rainbow because the name is just so curious, and she's like wrapped. The she cord, is, the cord is wrapped around all her entire around body. Her. And she and she says, Hello, Mr. Julius Raymond. And she hugged her. Did she, 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 she pour some wine she before, she called. before she called? Yes, and she's like, um, Julius Rainbow, you got Where such did a you curious... get such a curious name? And your voice sounds just like the, the dial tone. Oh, God. And that's when Vivian runs in from the, the kitchen. Yes. And um, Mrs. Nogatuck says that she's at the Armand the Armandarin. Right. Yes. Yeah, so yes, uh, Miss. She's telling Vivian that 
Maud is there, so Vivian thinks Maud. Vivian thinks that, but Vivian also said, I was, I didn't go to the Ramada, and yes, I was just I was walking just, around aimlessly. Yeah, right, right. And, uh, and, and then Walter comes in. And she says, good Lord, her husband. Yes. Yes. Um, and she's like, she's doing the same thing that Maud, Maud did, did with, with Arthur, saying like, you know, I, I, I can't. I can't tell you where, where she is. But I'll give is. you a clue. I'll give you a hint. She's at the Ramada Inn. Ramada Inn. <laughs> and that's that's when I, th I think Maud and Arthur come come back in yes. too. And uh, even before that, wait, well, what, what wait. happened? There was so much going on. Mrs. Nogatuck, I think, gets up and goes to the coat closet. She says, "I shall be oh, in yes. your room." She shall be in her room and closes herself in the coat in the closet. Cl in the coat closet. Yes, it's very important. So, um, so Maud is like asking Vivian, "Did you go?" And Vivian's like, no, "No, of course not." And they're they're both they're hugging the each bonding. other, they're bonding. And uh, but I think you, after that, I think Arthur and Walter are like, "What's what's going on?" Because yes. Arthur says that Maud told her that Vivian, Vivian was, was at, at the Ramada, Ramada Inn, and Vivian says oh, she did. Yes, yes. And Walter says, "Oh, Vivian told me the same thing." Yes, and now it's and now it's like. Now they're they're mad at each other again because each one told their husbands that they were at the Ramada. They were with you know Peter Durland at the Ramada Inn. And yeah, they ask, and Vivian's like, "Oh, they want to know who Peter Durland is." Yeah, at the Ramada and Inn. Tell him, Maud. Yes. And Maud's so like, Maud's "Well, like, if you insist on knowing, Peter Durland at the Ramada, Ramada Inn, Inn is a, a new game. game. It's a new game." And Vivian adds, "By Parker Brothers." By Parker Brothers. Yes. Yes. And, and then uh, I think at that point the doorbell rings. Yes. And Mrs. Nogatuck comes out of the coat closet to answer yes, the door. Yes. And says, ladies and gentlemen, Mr. Peter Pe Moreland. Peter Moreland. So was it Moreland or Dor was it Dorland? Or no, she was drunk. Was she said Peter mistaken. Moreland. She said Peter Moreland. She said Peter Moreland. She didn't get it right. And he's like, Maud, Vivian. And they're They just, have this bit where it's yeah. just... Maud is like running to Peter. Yes. Vivian is running to Peter. Yes. They're both like falling over each other over this man. And he's telling them, "You're, you're, you're. You know, you, he says to Maud, you're, you're more beautiful than ever." To Vivian, he tells her, "Why well, time has just stood still." And, and Maud Maud's is like, like he's talking about your dress." dress. <laughs> <laughs> and now Walter and Arthur are like uh, Parker brothers, huh? Yep. Yeah. And. Uh, Here's where we see that Peter Durland, he's really just you a, know, shyster. a shyster, a shyster, a, a con, con artist. Because he he says, he looks at Walter. He's like, Walter, you must you be Maud's husband. husband. And and he's like, it's those lion tamer's it's eyes. Those lion tamer eyes. And he turns to the audience and goes, he does have lion tamer's yeah, eyes. Yeah, he's like, and you would need them to be Maud's husband. And then, and then to, to Arthur, he's like, and you must be Vivian's husband. Of course. Perfect. Yes. You have you're the, the eyes, eyes of a, a poet. poet. <laughs> Arthur. Arthur. Oh, God, Arthur. Eyes. He's like, that's amazing. Most, most people, people don't, don't know that at first. <laughs> or something to that effect. Yes. Most people don't uh, see that at first. They don't see that at first. Oh. And uh, at that Peter point, he's like, like, "Now, what an amazing coincidence that I'm I was dropping by to meet Maud and Vivian when and I, I got the news. Yes, this fantastic news. And uh, immediately, Walter and Arthur's ears perk up. They're, they're like, "Oh, oh, tells this. Oh no, I don't, I don't want it." And they're like, "No, no, please, please." 
Well, it's a, it's about the silver mine. Mm -hmm. And and as he's telling them about the silver mine, like we see Maud looking, and then they do this. They do a pan they shot pan down to Peter's, Peter's ankles, ankles with a big, with hole, a big hole in, the, in sock. the sock. So we know this he, this guy he's doesn't grifting. have a, he doesn't have a pot to piss he in. He is grifting. He's wearing hole. He can't even afford to buy new socks. Not even afford to buy new socks. Yes. And uh, Walter and Arthur, of course, they're like, you know, oh, a silver mine. It's something to invest in. Yep. And he they're said, like, we Peter says, we just hit this morning. Yes, yes. You know, we're, we're... And Walter's like, why don't we go continue talking about this in the living room? But of the, course, the Peter's like, no, I, I can't discuss that. But since you insist, no. we just need another 10000 to get things started. Yes, yes. And like Walter and Arthur are just like, only 10000 Yes. Well, me and... Me and Arthur could take care of that. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Who has an extra five thousand dollars to just hand off to somebody? Uh, not very many people. I should today. be so lucky. People can't even get. They can't even get baby formula. Please. So it's um, a national emergency. It should I be treated know. as such. I know. Uh, and at this point, um, Peter he says he, he's like uh, complimenting Maud, and he compliments her on her earlobes. Same lobes. great earlobes. Yeah, and it, it was it was. Vivian, who had the great earlobes, not Maude. So once again, Peter's lies. Yeah. Peter's lies are unearthed. Yes. And uh, Maude is just is just like, he's old. God, he's old. Yeah, God, he's Vivian old. Vivian goes, he's shrunk. He's shrunk. They're saying, that, uh, that, those are those not, aren't his not his teeth. teeth. That's not his real hair. Or his hair. And Maude or Vivian are they're just like, but those he's but those those eyes. Did you see those eyes? And Maude goes, Did you see, see those socks? The socks. And Vivian just starts, oh Maud and starts crying. And that's when Mrs. Nolitak pops out, pops of, the out closet of the closet and says, Mrs. Findlay, I'm giving my notice unless I get a room with a view. With a view. And slams oh, the door and slams, slams door. herself back in the coat closet. I know. Hilarious. Truly, truly one for the theologians. Yes. That This was really a good episode. It was. It was really good. It was very well, well written. Very well written. Very relevant for the time. Yeah. Especially since like that was, you know, alcohol was a thing and also potentially stepping out on their husbands. Yeah. You know, that whole, you know, um, est and, you know, free love. And, yeah. You know, but I mean that was also uh, mentioned in a later season. I think in like season six, where Maud actually kisses a mar kisses a man that was like really into her, mm -hmm. and again, Walter was very like upset about it. Right, right. Uh, and it's you know it's just one of those things that you talk about when it yeah. comes to infidelity in a infidelity in mm -hmm. a relationship. Mm -hmm. Yeah. But also, I want to point out mm -hmm. um, that Peter Durland is a textbook. Narcissist. Oh, God, yeah. Textbook narcissist. Oh, Lord. Where, you know, he self-aggrandizes and he, you know, makes all of these phony false promises mm -hmm. at his own, uh, not his detriment, but at his own, um, oh, what is the opposite of detriment? Well, he's trying, he's trying to make himself look better. Better. Yeah. He was trying to make himself look he, better. And he was failing miserably. Uh, yeah, yeah. Especially um, when they showed his socks and that they had yeah. holes in them. Yeah, that was like, you know, the, that was the, the crux of it was like, you know, the reality is this guy, he, did, he, he, had, he didn't have anything. He couldn't even afford to buy new socks. Yeah. So he was just, he was a big phony, you know. He was a grifter. <clears throat> yeah. 
you know. He was definitely a grifter. And uh, but he was he was a charmer. Very much charming, especially charmer. when he like, you know, opened up to Maud and Vivian like, Maud, Vivian, you haven't uh, changed a bit. Yeah. Sure. And they they lapped it up like honey. Oh yeah. They lapped Th- it up. That's like the thing honey. with that with that type of, of person is like, you know, they And also one of the things that I noticed was that Vivian didn't play as dumb as she has played in previous episodes. Mm-hmm. Like this was yeah. definitely Vivian playing more like a little, yeah, a little more like the old Vivian. Yes. Yeah, a little more shrewd. Yes, a little more shrewd, a little bit yeah. more like, I don't want to use the term intelligent, but more um, wise, I guess, would be yeah. appropriate. Yes. Uh, there's actually, there is a funny bit, and I think either the fifth or sixth season, where um, Maud confesses that she has slept with not one, not two, not three, but I think four of Vivian's previous lovers. Oh, really? Or something to that effect. I think uh-huh. it started with uh, Maud cheating on a French exam uh-huh. and Vivian not knowing about it. And mm-hmm. it is it is one of the funniest bits in the series. Mm-hmm. And I just, I can't wait until we get to it. Oh. But wow, we have like, we have a couple of... <laughs> We just like plow through this episode. We flew through this episode. We usually don't. Well, usually we have a lot more tangents. Usually we have a lot more tangents. But we didn't have very many tangents. We didn't have very many tangents. I know. I don't know why. I don't know either. So. But I mean, mean, no, it stands to, like, this really was a quality, quality episode. It was a great episode. It really, it really was. I think, I think, um. I also appreciated Mrs. Nogatuck. This is one of the episodes where I really appreciated the character of Mrs. Nogatuck. She was, she was so good. This was, uh, this was like, everything about Mrs. Nogatuck in this episode was. Was funny. Was funny. And well, and well written. I mean, her, the, her, her bit delivery with the, with the phone cord, and when she's wrapped in the phone cord, and she's still pouring champagne, still pouring champagne for herself. The thing with Julius Rainbow, uh, <laughs> the stories about pear for pear trees. You don't you don't go to a pe- you don't go to an elm tree for pears. Go, you're saying she's going to a room and going in the closet. Uh, at the at the end, when she comes out of the closet, and saying that you know if, if she if she doesn't get she's a, one of those actresses where it's physical comedy, but. I really don't. I don't know how to explain it, but her comic timing was always good. Yes, her comic timing was always very, very well, well she done. She was yes, and she just they just they really just wrote her so well in this episode, and, and everything was just was just spot on. And uh, and the, one of the consistent gags was that they would all they would mispronounce Ramada in. Yeah, because it would be Ramandarin, Amandarin, Ramandarin. Yeah, um, yes. yes. Well, you know, because uh, everybody was drinking. Yeah. Well, yes, everyone was in fact drinking, with the exception of Walter and Arthur. Yes, they, they were the only. They, they were, were the only, only sober judges. They yes. were the only sober judges. It, you know, everybody was. They they were not kung fu fighting, but they were drinking. They were drinking and heavily. Yes. Heavily, like you saw the fruit that poured out of the napkin. Like they, there had to have been at least four, six or seven cocktails that they that they drank each. I, I, I don't each. know how they. Yeah, I don't know how how they did all that. I, I'm not. I, I'm not a, a big drinker. I mean, if I have one drink when I go out, that's a lot for me. I I was at a wedding last year, and it was a fab, fabulous, fabulous wedding. I was I looked gorgeous, um, and I went to the bar. And there was this short, stout, older woman next to me. Mm-hmm. And I go to the bartender. I'm like, a Manhattan cocktail, please. Because old woman. Yes. Um, and he he makes it for me. And she turns to me and she goes, 
Oh, I haven't had a Manhattan cocktail in so long. You're inspiring me. Uh So he hands me the cocktail, and I go to leave, and I hear her over. I overhear her say, "Oh, I want one the same way you made for her, just as sweet." And I'm like, "My oh. heart, my heart." And then her and I got into a drinking competition. Oh Lord! I was like, I only had two, and she goes, "I'm on my third. And I'm oh, like, Lord. "Ma'am, ma'am, you are my ma'am. hero this evening." Ma'am, <laughs> I'm sorry because when I'm in drag, I don't. If I have two drinks, that's a lot mm-hmm. because I don't eat before I get into drag. I know. It's I know. I know. What's in a Manhattan cocktail? Not a clue. Oh. But it's it's delicious. What does it taste like? Sweet. Okay. Yes. It does. It tastes sweet. I'm actually let's find out what's it. I also, you know, since we have the time. Okay. You know what I don't like? What don't you like? Martinis. I don't like martinis. Why? I, I just don't like the taste. To me, right, they're they're fair. very they're very very bitter, you know. A champagne cocktail is an alcoholic cocktail made with sugar and gostera bitters. Mm-hmm. Champagne branding and a maraschino cherry as a garnish. It sounds good. It sounds delightful. But what's in a Manhattan cocktail? Let's find out. Manhattan cocktail. We're so we're so educational. We are so educated. You don't you can't find out about these things in books. I know. You have, to learn, you... you have to learn about it on the streets. Where <laughs> so you learn everything these days. Uh, classic uh, Manhattan recipe presented by Bullet Bullet Whiskey. Uh-huh. So it's got whiskey. Can we see some ID, please? Are you insane? Oh, my Lord. Are you, you know, insane? My, my, when we were in the city last night, my husband, he went uh, uh, to get, like, a pack of cigarettes. Like, there was, there was a 7-Eleven yeah. around the corner. Don't tell me he was ID'd. They wanted proof. Oh, my God. He was, and he was like, at my age? <laughs> but I guess they... They're cracking down. everyone. I mean, also, it stands to reason that it's possible that they may have thought or assumed that he was giving it to someone much younger. I don't know. So, no. a Manhattan cocktail is made with whiskey, sweet vermouth, and bitters. While rye is the traditional whiskey of choice, other commonly used whiskeys include Canadian whiskey, bourbon, blended whiskey, and Tennessee whiskey. Okay. I'm not sure I, if I would like it. I, like it. I do like a dark liquor. I'm not crazy about clear liquors. Eh. They don't do anything. To each his own. Scotch, bourbon, whiskey. I will. I will drink those. Mm-hmm. I actually remember there was um, a trip that I took when I was in Ohio, and um, I just wanted a. I just wanted whiskey neat. I didn't want anything like. Oh. And my friend turns to me and he goes, "Now, mind you, I'd been friends with him since grade school." Mm-hmm. And he turns to me and he goes, "I never knew you drank bourbon." I said, "Yes, I do. Oh. I enjoy it. It's smooth. I enjoy it a lot. Smooth." Mm-hmm. <laughs> yes. So smooth. Smooth. So smooth. I think probably my favorite drink is probably a frozen margarita. All right. I can I buy like, that. You know. I can buy that. That's that's my thing. Mm-hmm. So I love that, especially in the I mean, summer. don't get me wrong. I also enjoy my, I enjoy the frou-frou drinks. <laughs> I do. I enjoy the frou-frou drinks. I, yeah, I'm like, I'm like, I was never like, like a big beer drinker or yeah. anything like that. For me, it was always like. Girly drinks, like with a, with a with like a with an a, umbrella, a umbrella, <laughs> maraschino cherry. <laughs> I, no, but I those. for a while I liked White Russians because again, mm-hmm. old lady. Frank, my husband, he used to he used to like them. But, and then it just. But now, then he became lactose intolerant. Well, so no more no more it. White Russians. That'll do it. I mean, you could have it with oat milk, couldn't you? I guess so. We'll have to make him some. But you know, he's not supposed to drink. He's not supposed to drink alcohol oh. anyway because he's got bad kidneys. Because he's got bad kidneys. So, no. sorry, no Greg. Al- bad, bad kidneys, no alcohol, <laughs> lactose intolerant, no dairy. So it's just the 
joys of joys of getting aging. old. These are yeah. things that these are things that I and many young people who listen to God will get you for that, Walter, will have to worry about. Are there any young people listening to us? Not in the slightest. <laughs> I honestly, I mean, doesn't Buzzsprout like give us a uh, a, a, di- a demographic? A demographic. I have to look it up. A demographic. I would I would be up. interested to find out who listens to I, us. I, yes. I really would. Okay. I really would be interested. I will find out. Because I will when, look into it. I mean, when I when we first started doing this, I was like, there aren't that many like younger people that are going to listen to this. Like, I I look at myself and I'm like, what the hell are you doing watching Maud? It's a 1970 sitcom, and then you have to say, oh, B. Arthur, joy, I could have had a V8. I could have had a V8. So, oh, Lordy Lord. That's that's it for me in the good times department. It's just Maud and the Golden Girls. There you go, pussy cat. Because I. I Oh my God! Just recently, me and my mother were wa- like sitting down watching "This Is Us." Are you familiar? I've with never that seen show? it. No. Th- that show is depressing. Is it? It is an incredibly depressing. Like oh. it's it's very slice of life. Uh huh. Like think the Wonder Years. Mm-hmm. Think um. I'm trying to think of other shows. Thirty that like, something. Yeah, thirty something. Where it's like a dramedy. Mm-hmm. But I mean, they lay the drama on thick. Oh. Like, there were moments where I'm watching this and I'm, like, trying to fight back all of these tears because mm-hmm. it hits so close to home on no. so many fronts that when my mother went upstairs, I immediately went into the basement and cried my eyes oh, out. Lord. To the point where I was like, I need vermouth. Ah, I, need, I need some type of liquor to, like, bring me back to reality because oh, this is geez. not fair. Oh, Lord. So, Lordy Lord. So that was just... <laughs> that was a thing. That was a thing. <laughs> but I mean, typically for me, like I go to bed and I listen to one of four shows: Golden Girls, uh-huh. Maud, Designing uh-huh. Women, or The Big Show with Tallulah Bankhead. Uh-huh. Like again, that's that's <laughs> it. For, that's it for me in the good times uh, department. You might be gay. <laughs> <laughs> you might be a if, little queer there, Tom. If, if you listen to these four shows, <laughs> you might be gay. <laughs> Jeff Foxworthy, eat your heart out. If you watch any of these programs, you, you might, might be, be queer. Might be you queer. might be queer. <laughs> oh, hell's bells. Oh, hell's bells. No, I think what makes me queer is the sequined outfits that I have in my basement. Uh, I think that might be what makes me real, real, um, I think so. real uh, bent, wrist bent at a 90 some odd degrees. Oh, oh my Lord. goodness gracious. Lordsy, lordsy. At the very least, I know that my liquor choice at least butches me up just a smidgen. Just a smidge. Just a smidgen. Just a smidge. Oh, goodness. But I mean, was it, isn't that always the way? I remember, oh, the, the, the episode of Maud, the, um, the gay club, the gay bar. Mm-hmm. Um, well, but when 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 Arthur starts the fathers against gays, oh my God. <laughs> Arthur starts the fathers against the gays. FAGs. The FAGs. <laughs> There's a moment when when Walter says to the bartender, "Oh, I will not have. I, I'm a reformed alcoholic." And he orders an orange juice. And he orders an orange juice. And, and the bartender we says, "We don't serve, serve orange juice here." here. Yes, because of uh, and and Anita Bryant. Anita Bryant. Anita Bryant. Yes, she was. Um, you know, because she was. The uh, Florida Orange Juice Growers spokesperson. Yes, she was. And, um, you know, she was very... Hated the gays. Very vocal Hated against... the gays. Against Do the you gays. know that on Tumblr, there are two days that are celebrated vehemently... Three days that are celebrated vehemently. 
uh, Margaret Thatcher's death, mm-hmm. Ronald Reagan's death, mm-hmm. and the day Anita Bryant got, got pie in the face. The face with the, with Those the are the three days that are celebrated. And honestly, bless. Yes. So with that said, yes. <laughs> we thank you for listening to God Will Get You For That Walter. We do. If you would like to follow us, you can on Facebook, YouTube, and Instagram. On Instagram, we are Findlay's Friendly Appliances. Mm-hmm. On YouTube and Facebook, we are God Will Get You For That Walter. If you would like to follow me, you can at That Tomcat, where all that Tomcats are found, usually at Toys R Us. <laughs> and Hot Topic. Okay. And Chico's. Okay. Chico's. <laughs> Chico's black and white, you know, that, those types of outfits. Okay. Where can they find you? <laughs> uh, everywhere. That's uh, Tony Holmperm. And of course, that's Tony. Tony with an I. With an I. Tony with an I, not Tony with a Y. Not Tony with a Y. Because Y is yeah, 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 yeah. Yep. And that's basically it. That's it, really. Yeah. We thank you so much for listening, and you will hear us on another episode of God Will Get You For That, Walter. Good night. <laughs>